What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? And gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely, yet overcast, Kinston, North Carolina. Today is Thursday, June the 15th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 881 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, my dear friends, my co-hosts, They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. But, man, we have really got a great show for you today. Here in our first hour, we're going to be joined by our regular Thursday guest. That's right. He's back on Thursday after a couple of weeks of uh, coming with coming on with us on Friday. I, we've just moved him all over the place. It's just he, he's, he's Mr. Reliable. It's, he's the voice of the Down East Wood Ducks, the University of Mount Olive Athletics, and the NCAA Division II World Series, uh, Sugar Shane Albee. Uh, man, we've got a lot to catch up with him on. Uh, we, we're going to get caught up with the end of the World Series that took place up in Cary. Uh, he'll have all those details for us. Man, we're going to talk about the red-hot down east wood ducks who are on the threshold of clinching a playoff spot already here in the first half of the season. And uh, just a bunch of other stuff, too. We've already been uh, messaging with each other this morning. Might even get some sports betting talk in with him. That's right. I'll get to that here in a little bit. A little foreshadowing there for you. We've got sports betting coming to North Carolina. Common sense. Instead of the money going across the border in Virginia and Tennessee, excuse me, Virginia and Tennessee, our money is going to be kept right here in North Carolina. But again, we'll talk about all that stuff with him. But, uh, man, it's going to be nice to have Shane Albee back in his regular Thursday slot. You know, it's like a batting order. He bats cleanup for us here on Thursdays. But uh, he had uh, batted a couple of times in the five hole. But, uh, hey, we got him back where we need him. He'll play first base. He'll play third base, shortstop, second base. You you ask Shane Albee to play a position, by God, he'll play it for you. But uh, he'll be back in his regular cleanup spot today here uh, in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Uh, in our second hour, <clears throat> excuse me, in our second hour, we've got two big guests. I'm very excited about this. She has not been with us in a minute, and it's almost like having Ariel on earlier this week. We hadn't had Ariel on in well over a year. Man, I'd have to look it up to see the last time uh, this our, our next guest uh, came on. Our, our next hour guest, she's the chair of the Lenore County Board of Commissioners and just uh, one of my favorite people, not just here in Lenore County, one of my favorite people in the world. It's Linda Rouse Sutton. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk to her about. Just want to get caught up on local political scene, what's going on. Uh, I, I'm probably going to talk some sports betting with her too, uh, but just everything that's going on in Lenore County. I'm going to talk a little bit about the wood ducks uh, moving and everything. I just I, I got a ton of stuff to talk to her about, and she's so interesting. Can't wait to get her. She's going to be live right here in our plush well-lit studio on Whitehall Drive. 
So that's going to be neat. Uh, but that's not all. Joining us also in our uh, second hour today <clears throat> uh, on our Spence Automotive Guest Line at the beginning of our second hour is going to be the owner and captain of the Busy Bee Boat in the Big Rock Tournament. Man, that's a, that's very alliterative. <laughs> yes, Spence, I said alliterative, not illiterate. Uh, it's going to be Rob Bazell. Uh, he's going to be joining us live on our Spence Automotive Guest Line from live from Moorhead City. Very excited about that. He is participating in the Big Rock again this year. We're going to get some live color from the tournament. As I told you yesterday, he took yesterday off. He's taking today off, and he's going to uh, be out on the water the rest of the week uh, trying to win uh, that. I don't even know how big the prize is now for the Big Rock. It's more, it's more than a million dollars, so I know that. He had offered for me to uh, go out on the boat with him, and I just couldn't make it happen this week. With everything I got going on, just couldn't do it. But uh, maybe next year, maybe next year we'll try to uh, get that in. So uh, there you go. How's that for a, a power lineup of guests today? Shane Alvey here in our first hour. Linda Rouse Sutton and Rob Bazell in our second hour. And then tons of other great stuff going on here too on the show this morning. Thank you so much for joining me here this morning on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, let's uh, get you called up. Hello, hot Linda. Hello. What are you doing? Oh, you should have clothes on though. Oh, okay. No, don't iron. No, no, no. Don't iron yourself. Oh. <laughs> God. <sighs> it throws me off when she walks. I, I don't mind it though. It's awesome. But, uh, Hey, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> man, talk about losing your train of thought. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Hey, we announced it yesterday a couple of times and I don't mind announcing it again. You know, in our first hour, we were just talking about how Shane Albee is our cleanup hitter. Uh, batting force in our three hole now on Wednesdays is going to be, uh, Michael Martin. Uh, very excited. This, uh, coming Wednesday will be his first appearance. He'll be our seven twenty guest on Wednesdays. So, uh, very excited about that. And, uh, so, uh, be sure you tune in. Well, you know, continue to tune in all the time, Pam Sheffield, because I know you want to Keith Spence, Greg Clemens. I enjoy you guys tuning in, but we're going to have a new seven twenty guest on Wednesdays beginning, uh, this Wednesday. It'll be, uh, Michael Martin. Uh, just knows a little bit about everything, man. The PGA, uh, the uh, U.S. Open, uh, starts today at nine forty-five. Very excited about that. I've got my uh, Doctor Scott Matthews, just one of the good guys, man. He always runs a little pool. Uh, Coach Burt Bright is in it. Uh, Trey Mooring is in it. Uh, or Tate Mooring. I'm sorry, Tate Mooring is always in it. And uh, I've got my picks in. I feel pretty good about it. I even entered it in some other contests too, but, uh, the U S open uh, today starts at nine 45. I'm going to be, uh, when I'm not out running around or, uh, at a wood ducks game over the next few days, I'm going to be playing in front of my TV, watching some awesome U S open out of the LA country club should be a very, very good tournament. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I hope Scotty Scheffler does well because I've got him picked. I'm sure everybody else has picked him too, but if he doesn't, pretty much going to sink my uh my my picks but uh anyway anyway uh michael martin will be joining us on wednesdays every wednesday at 7 20 following mark panicelli on mondays at 7 20 richard clark on tuesdays at 7 20 now mike on uh, wednesdays at 7 20 of course like i said uh, shane i joining us this morning at 7 20 and then on friday paul whittington so uh very very excited about that about having mike join our team I don't really have a, a Junius update. I've been trying to do that every morning. You know, just slowly getting better. Uh, 
So I just keep the prayers going up for him, and uh, hopefully I'll have some uh, significant news uh, for tomorrow's show because I am talking to his mom later on today. Uh, the Down East Wood Ducks, man, uh, they're hey, they're still doing great, but their five-game winning streak came to an end yesterday afternoon with a four-to-two loss to uh, the visiting Canapolis Cannonballers. Despite the loss, though, the Woodies at thirty-four and twenty-one. They remain five games ahead of the hated Carolina Mudcats, who are 30 and 27. And uh, the Woodies, they actually saw their magic number drop to four with eight games remaining in the first half. Now, that means they need to win, either win four games or the Carolina Mudcats, the hated Carolina Mudcats, lose four games over the next, uh, what, week to. Uh, for them to clinch the uh, the first half and clinch a playoff spot. You heard John Clemens on with us yesterday, and he was breaking it all down for us. But they, it's down to this. It's down to four games now, or the magic number is four. Woody's can take care of business himself. In fact, like if, for instance, let's say uh, the Woody's who have a doubleheader today, and we're going to get into their schedule here in a little bit. If they win both those games and uh, uh, the hated Carolina Mudcats lose their game today at home, then uh, I believe that magic number would drop to two. Yeah, because they would, in fact, it would, I think it would drop to one if all that happens. If they win both halves of the uh, doubleheader today or both uh, parts of the doubleheader today and the hated Mudcats lose, that's two wins, one loss. That knocks that magic number down from four to one and can make it possible for the Woodies to clinch tomorrow. That's another thing we're going to talk to uh, Shane about that I can't wait. I can't wait to hear... Well, his call is going to be on the mic when it comes through that the uh, that our uh, Down East Wood Ducks have actually clinched the first half. You know how excited he gets on wins and just the way he does everything anyway. Man, I cannot wait to hear what it's going to sound like when we clinch the playoffs, which is going to be amazing and is going to happen. It's going to, uh, again, with only eight games left, Magic number four, <laughs> I can't wait, man. It is awesome. Hey, let me get you called up. Uh, the Down East Wood Ducks are a valuable sponsor of the Brian Hanks Show, and we truly appreciate them. Uh, let me tell you their schedule for the rest of the week. They play a doubleheader today. It's games three and four of the seven-game series against the Kannapolis uh, uh, Cannonballers. That begins at 5 o'clock today. It's going to be two seven-inning games. And I know you're probably sitting there going, oh, my gosh, that's going to be a long day of baseball. Well, it's going to be 14 innings of baseball unless they go an extra inning or two in it. But with the way how fast games are going now, who was it was telling me? They had a nine-inning game last week uh, or their last homestand that lasted an hour and 45 minutes for a nine-inning game. So there's no reason if it's a low-scoring game, a seven-inning game, might only last an hour and a half or something like that. So uh, get out there, 5 o'clock today, doubleheader. It's Thirsty Thursday. Go out there, grab you a beverage, have a lot of fun out there today. And, uh, man, uh, it's going to be a great – I mean, again, getting that much closer to clinching the first half title. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Fireworks Friday tomorrow. First pitch is at 7 o'clock. And then on Saturday – it's a grilling spatula giveaway uh, brought to you by a by AG Carolina Farm Credit. I have seen it. They've got a picture of it up on the website. If you're a griller like I am and John Clemens, and I bet you Greg Clemens is too, then uh, you need to get out there early to get that on Saturday. And if you're a season ticket holder like uh, Linda and I are, you need to be out there at 3.30 on Saturday. Listen, that's not the only thing going on Saturday. Uh, come out to the uh, ball game. Go out to the uh, uh, pavilion 
and get a piece of birthday cake. It is Linda's birthday, and uh, we want you to celebrate with us. Come out and get a piece of, of uh, Linda's birthday cake and, uh, and give her a hug. And uh, don't bring a gift unless uh, she wants uh, donations to for her birthday. How cool is this? Donations to the Lenore County SPCA or to Lucky Cats. That's that organization that Janelle Fitch and uh, Lori uh, Cahoon are part of that they help uh, feral cats in uh, Kinston, Lenore County. So uh, please come out. Uh, come to the game Saturday. And again, don't be shy. Come up, say, hey, Brian, I want a piece of Linda Whittington's cake. And by God, we will slice you off a piece. And you will like it. I will go ahead and tell you it's going to be yellow cake with white icing uh, with nice decorations on top of it. That's what she wants for her birthday. So we want to share that with you. So uh, please come out Saturday. First pitch is at 5, but if you want that grilling spatula, uh, again, brought to you by AG Carolina Farm Credit, you need to get out there a little bit early. I would be out there before 4. And then, like I said, uh, we're going to have our little party thing from 4.30 to 6. Scott Whittington is going to throw out the first pitch, uh, the ceremonial first pitch in honor of Linda. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, too. But just a good day. I can't wait. And that's another thing. Man, Shane, I hope you're ready, man. I got all this stuff to uh, talk to you about. But can't wait to hear his intro for Scott. Can't wait to uh, hear him honor uh, our uh, just the great Linda Weddington man. Just very, very excited about that. But that's Saturday. And then Sunday, it's Dogs and Dogs Day at the ballpark. You can bring your puppy dog to the game. All hot dogs are only $1 each. And uh, you can bring your dog, your, your puppy dog out for a dollar or two. So Dogs and Dogs Day on Sunday. So lots of great things happening out at Historic Granger Stadium over the uh, next few days, I mean, today's Thursday, so what? Counting today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Over the next four days over at Historic Granger Stadium. Uh, for tickets, go to woodducksbaseball.com, or you can visit the team's box office at a Historic Granger Stadium during business hours or even right before any of these games. Uh, the Kenston Wingman played last night uh, at home. However, they lost last night. Uh, they travel to Elizabeth City to play at the River City Skippers today, but they are back home against the Fayetteville Shoots on Saturday. Find out uh, any information you need to know about the Kenston Wingman. You know, the easiest way to tell you, just look up Kenston Wingman on uh, Facebook. You can find out everything that you need to know there, so uh, check that out. I sent a message to uh, American Legion Post 43 coach Ty Eason. They are now 4-6 and six overall. Now, they're scheduled to play a couple of home games this weekend, Friday at 7 at Kenston High School versus Garner, and then Saturday at 7 against Shane Albee's Wayne County squad, also at 7. However, uh, as I mentioned in a text message that he sent me yesterday, and I, we got it in on the show yesterday, but if you missed it, those games might be postponed and or canceled. I uh, got some things going on within the team, uh, just scheduling conflicts and that kind of stuff. So we'll find out about that. We'll get that information out to you too. As soon as we get it. And if I, and I've already sent him a message this morning and, uh, coach Easton's pretty cool, man. I mean, he'll message me during the show. So if I'm in the middle of talking to Shane Albee and I get that message from, uh, <laughs> from coach Easton, I will share that information with you as soon as I get it or as close to as soon as I get it. So thank you, uh, coach Easton for doing that. We really do appreciate him too. Ah, sorry, I had to take a sip of water there, guys. Okay, uh, let's get you caught up with a couple other things. The College World Series begins tomorrow. 
Uh, it's going to fill the first games. The two o'clock games are TCU and Oral Roberts playing at two. And then America's team, the Virginia Cavaliers taking on Florida at seven. You heard uh, Chris Edwards here on the show yesterday, our college baseball expert, the voice of Duke baseball, uh, up in Durham. And he told you that, uh, he's got Virginia and wake forest, making it to the uh, championship. I think it's going to be LSU, but I'm, I'm with him. I think Virginia just really lucked out in the, in their side of the bracket, TCU and Orb- Oral Roberts. I think I'm, I'm positive. They can beat, uh, either one of them. And then I think their toughest game here in the first couple of games is going to be that Florida game tomorrow night at seven, but, uh, I'm excited. I guess you can hear my voice. I mean, Virginia could make it to the, uh, to the, uh, world series championship and just, man, just pump from Oahu's Saturday's games, uh, wake forest and Stanford play at two and then LSU, Tennessee at seven, uh, former, uh, Brian Hanks show guest, Paul Skeens will be pitching for, uh, it looks like in that game one Saturday night at seven. Whew, I got to get into this a little bit. Uh, man, you know, I'm a big Washington nationals fan. In fact, what in three weeks on uh, Linda and Paul and Paul's wife, Sam and I, all four of us are going to be up in DC for, uh, actually, uh, Paul and I are going to watch three, uh, Nats games. I think, uh, Linda and Sam are only going to see two games and, uh, just can't wait. I haven't said, didn't get to see the nationals at all last year, but we're going to get to see them, uh, in three games, like I said, uh, coming up, uh, early next month. But, uh, man, you want to talk about being robbed. I don't know if you saw the highlights from last night's game, but if you did, uh, you've got to agree with me, man. It was insane. At the end of the game last night, they lost on an error, but uh, technically it was on a uh, throw from uh, the catcher to first base, uh, but the runner got in the way. Dave Martinez, the Washington Nationals manager, was understandably upset at the end of the game. I mean, he was just, uh, I don't know if teed off, I guess is the best way to do it. And he, uh, got to thank ESPN for this major league baseball and ESPN for this. These are his comments at the end of last night's game. Well, you're playing a familiar location. There it is right there. Take a good look at it. Is that on the line? I- what he's showing right there. He's got actually a digital image, a photo of the, the Astros runner running in the grass right before he gets hit in the head with a, a ball from the catcher that was thrown from catcher to first base. So just setting that up for you. I'll tell you what, I'll start that all over again. But So Dave Martinez is, again, not happy at all as uh, as they were cheated out of the game, out of the result at the end of the game. Here we go again. This is Dave Martinez post game last night. You're playing a familiar location. There it is, right there. Take a good look at it. Is that on the line? I don't think so. I'm over this play. Seriously. They need to fix the rule. If this is what the umpires see, that he's running down the line, I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Fix it. We lost the game, and he had nothing to say about it because he can't make the right call. Brutal. Brutal. What was his explanation to you as you went out there? He said he he saw him run down the line. So I said, we lost the game because you made made the wrong call. You're playing a familiar play. And, uh, man, as you could hear there, Dave Martinez, and understandably, you need to see this. Go to ESPN.com, and again, uh, that audio there, courtesy of ESPN and Major League Baseball, just ridiculous. I mean, the the runner, the Astros runner is running in the grass, like he's running to first base, but he's running in the grass to the left and uh, gets hit and gets hit in the head with a ball by the Nationals catcher because the Nationals catcher was just throwing the ball down to first base horrible call and that ended up being the uh, deciding run that was scored by the Astros and 
Nats just can't catch a break right now, and, and it is. It, it's very, very sad. Uh, I tell you what, I'm going to try to get uh, uh, one of our representatives up on the line with us tomorrow. We had Chris Humphrey on a couple weeks ago, but I'm going to see if I can get Jim Perry on the line with us tomorrow because sports betting is now legal in the state of North Carolina, and I am very excited about that. And listen, I'm not somebody that spends thousands of dollars a year on betting or uh, well, now maybe when it comes to fantasy football, I do when you add everything up. But I win a lot too. <laughs> but uh, I'm very I'm giddy about this, and, and part of the reason I'm I'm very excited about this is that we've been sending. It's almost like when we got the uh, uh, the lottery here in North Carolina, however long ago that was, uh, that that we got that because we uh, were sending money at that time. I think every state that surrounded us at that point had a, had a, you know, the lottery or Powerball or something like that. And we were sending millions of dollars across state lines into Virginia, into Tennessee, into South Carolina, into Georgia. And a similar thing was happening now. I mean, sports betting is legal. If you want to get on DraftKings, if you want to get on uh, any of those sites, FanDuel.com, uh, DraftKings, and you're in Virginia or in Tennessee, you can make a bet. Well, now, beginning uh, the 1st of uh, January, you're going to be able to do that right here in North Carolina. And joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line. Beep, beep. <laughs> there you go. Our regular Thursday guest. That's right, by God. He's back in his cleanup position. We are giddy as schoolgirls about this. The One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, the voice of the Down East Wood Ducks of the NCAA uh, Division II World Series of the University of Mount Olive, of all cats everywhere. It's Sugar, Shane, Albie. How are you doing, dude? But more importantly, a friend to Andy McKinney. <laughs> does he listen? Have you, have you asked him, does he listen to us at all? He does, and I asked him. Um <laughs> And I'll even make reference to it like, man, I was firing off the Andy McKinney this morning. And he'll say something like, now, where is this? What, what is, where, where is it? I'm like, the Brian Hayes show. I was cool yesterday, man. It was fun when I walked back up in the press box yesterday and saw everybody. And I was like, man, I had to Google this place again. I didn't, I forgot where, I forgot where it was. And of course, Alan immediately starts telling me about, Things he did wrong and things he said oh, and things no, he, no, it was no. hilarious. It was hilarious. And, and, uh, he even compared himself to, uh, it was hilarious while I was away. He compared himself to when the Andy Griffith show and all of them would sit around and play music. And he said that he would be the one on the jug. The only like, do you have a that, jug in front of you right now? Cause you sounded like you did. Uh, may have been another one of my sound effects that, uh, <laughs> randomly come out at, at uh, times, but, but yeah, I was like, that would be epic. You know what I mean? Um, you got, he, he goes, he's like, I'll just be the old man on the jug, you know, but he has his own charm. You know what I mean? He has his own, he has a great voice. And, and I, and I, and that's, that's one thing I'll never do is, is put down. In fact, what I will put down was is is lack of assessor. <laughs> is <laughs> we don't talk about Brian. No, no, <laughs> no. Is the uh, is lack of effort? You know what I mean? Hey, buddy, if you're uh, out there and you're running a ball team, um, atmosphere matters. Just saying, just yeah, saying. It really and does. Uh, my last name should be Atmosphere. But it was so funny when I get up there, and you know, Jackson passed. One thing about um, he's. 
he's a, you got to really earn a compliment. You know what I'm saying? You got to, for Jackson Pass to say, now that is great. You got to earn that. I'm not sure I've Um, ever heard him say that. Right. Well, he hasn't. (laughs) Um, But he, he says it in this way, and it was hilarious. So anyway, I come in last night. I come in last night. Or yesterday during the day, right? And because uh, we had a twelve noon game, and I'll tell you about that. I can tell you this: there was the, the words "emotional damage" were uttered quite a bit by the kids <laughs> yesterday. It was great. And in fact, at one point, one of the Kinston, I mean, one of the uh, Canapolis Cannonballers got punched out on the on a pitch on a clock violation. He uh, um, he didn't get in the box the right way. They called him out on strikes. Well, he had a few choice words with the umpire, and the umpire immediately threw him out. And uh, of course, right in the midst of emotional damage, you know, so he's got to make that walk back to the dugout with all these screaming kids saying that it was fantastic. Dude, that is awesome. You are and so you're check the ringleader out. of all that, dude, dude. Yes. Go ahead. I'm the Pied Piper, baby. I love it. <laughs> dude, we so let got- me see what happens. This Go is ahead. great. I got to tell you real quick. So, so I come in and, and um, Alan says, here comes the closer. Here comes the closer. And, uh, and basically, I think like like he pitched the first game, and here here I come to, to mop it up or whatever. And Jackson says, "No, more like um, the long reliever and the closer." <laughs> I like it. I like, like it. I, mean, I was like, okay, like Jackson was like, "Hey, he's 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 got it. He's a long reliever." And I was like, that was so hilarious. But Alan apparently it just it, the funniest part was, I guess he, he explained it. He was in a conversation with Andy McKinney, and at that exact moment, there was a strikeout. And instead of instead of saying, "And that's another United Bank strikeout," Allen said, "I don't know why I did it, but my, he, he said I just cut the mic on and went United Bank." He just said it. He, just went, he said Bank. what? He said what? He just said he just abruptly says United Bank. <laughs> United Bank. So last night I said, "Well, I'm going to do that." So right towards the end. I got somebody strikes out. I go, you guys ready? And I cut the mic on. I went United bank. And I took the microphone. I tipped it over like, (laughs) so I said, that's what you have to do when you do that. When you say United bank, you tip the mic over. Well, listen, you've already got a question coming in from the listeners. How about Leo Lockhart asking, ask Shane, where in the heck was he last night? Were you doing a Wayne County last night? Oh, last night I was, uh, in my house, baby. Because um, Wayne, Wayne, I'm speaking of which, Wayne County went on the road last night. Okay. At, played at NC State. Oh, my God. And uh, played Fuquay Varina. Uh, and uh, and always a tough battle. But Mount Olive Trojan, Carson Gibson, throws six innings. And Wayne County beats Fuquay Varina 7-3. to three. Well, And today, today, Wayne County plays a game at Cam- on the campus of Campbell. And they played at Mount Olive. So they make the tour. They make the run. You the, know what? That's part of those institutions, though. It really is, dude. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, what you do? I mean, obviously, American Legion teams are the cream of the crop. You know, have the players that are cream of the crop. Hey, why not play a game at State or at Campbell or at UMO so those players yep. get a chance to see and be like, you know what? I could play here one day. Absolutely, and they and and in the past few years, Wayne County has played at Carolina. They played at State. They played at um, Campbell. Um, they played obviously several games at Mount Olive, but the head coach, Adam Pate, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a graduate of Carolina, you know, so it's not hard for him to say, 
hey, can I bring my team to Boshamer? You know, yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. But you're right. You're out, and they've already made look. They've already made the trip and played those teams out, and they've already played Rowan County and Cherryville. They've already went out there and played those guys. No, 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 dude. I thought you and I talked. It's Cherville. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I'm going to be seeing those guys. I'm supposed to, that and if you want in, Brian, you know you can get it. You can get some of that action. But they want me. That, that we're going to host the state title is going to be held at Campbell again. The state championship is going to be held at Campbell again. That's and awesome. those guys that come. At, yeah, those guys that come and work that tournament. That's how they talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, got to give an update to Coach Ty Eason from uh, Kinston Post 43. Just updated me. As we said before I brought uh, Sugar Shane up here, it looked like those two games that were scheduled for uh, – hold on, let me look at this real quick here. The they two got a game- good team. They have a really – Well, thank you. Thank- well, they were supposed to be at home Friday against Garner and then against your Wayne County team on Saturday. Both those games have been, post to be, uh, have been postponed to be determined. So the next game for hmm. post-43 – is going to be at East Carteret High School uh, against Beaufort County Sunday at five thirty. So, oh, that'd be, uh, well, probably Carteret County. I imagine if it's down there at East. You said you said it was the East Carteret. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, that's right down there, Brian, right there where they play the East. The, that's what they ought to do is do a wooden bat league down there and call them the the Carteret County Momics. <laughs> hey, do you have a do you have an impression of Greg Clemens? Because you know that's Greg Clemens's neck of the woods down there. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, I ran into him. It was so funny. I ran into him yesterday, him and his dad outside the uh, team store last night. And you ran, Greg into, Greg, you ran into Greg Clemens's dad? I did. Imagine, <laughs> him, imagine that. Imagine that. He comes once in a while. And, uh, <laughs> but the two of them, that's what he's known as. He's like, oh, that's Greg Clemens's dad. But yeah, he was, they were both there and Greg was glad to see me. Oh, um, well, you know, we talking was, about. I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking on you. John Clemens is the GM and then Greg Clemens is John's dad. But oh, I was yeah. saying did you ran into John, uh, Greg Clemens' dad, which would be John's grandpa, man. Now I'm starting oh, to confuse no. myself. <laughs> I haven't had enough call. Co- I haven't had enough coffee yet. <laughs> anyway, tell me about running into Mr. Clemens yesterday. It was great. He was glad to see me. And, uh, I made him happy when I told him that up in Cary, cause you know, I was in Cary last week and my, the guy that runs the scoreboard in the same room with me absolutely despises the Yankees. And, um, and I'm, and so, um, up in Cary, when, uh, anybody hits a home run, they always have me announce the distance and the exit velo for the home runs, which is just a neat little oh, yeah. thing to do. Yeah. yeah. They won't let me play sound effects on foul balls, but boy, they want that announced. And, um, <laughs> and, and this one, right. And this one guy, this one guy hits a home run and it was a good shot. And of course I said, I said, that's a Stantonian blast, you know? Uh, and, uh, my buddy looks at me and goes, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any John Star- Sterling isms. I don't want, I don't want to hear any Yankee isms. I don't want to hear any of it. This is the same guy that when number 99 for North Greenville comes to the plate, he refuses to put 99 on the scoreboard <laughs> because he believes that only Wayne Gretzky should wear that number. Oh my God, dude. Even I, who am not, I'm not a Yankees fan at all. You've got to, you got to respect the, the player and the MVP, AO MVP last year. And all won't that do it. Sure. He won't, he only put, he won't do it. He put number nine up there. So get this. So I run into that player because, 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 uh, somebody who does a great job in the hotel planning business again, puts North Greenville in my hotel. <laughs> so, and this time what they did is if you were a number one, the a number one or a number two seed, you got your, you got your own hotel. So North Greenville did not share the hotel with any other team. Um, so 
I run into that player. His name is Zach Zara, and he lives. He's, he's his residence is New York, and so I see him, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Did you notice?" Dude? He's like, "No, man, I don't even notice." I was like, "Well, question." I was like, uh, "This is what assuming gets you." I was like, "You're from New York. You were number ninety nine. Is that uh, is that because of Mr. Judge?" He goes, "No, actually, I'm a Red Sox fan." And I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Well, how did?" Yeah, I was like, "How did you get ninety nine? Then he goes, "I don't know. Just uh, just kind of happened." And I was like, "Okay, so." Well, there's not even a story. Well, there's yeah, not even a story. Yeah, just kind well, of we've petered got, out. There you go. Usually, it's like dealer's choice. Dude, we've got so many things to get to. Number one, I did want to ask you about about sports betting. I mean, it is now as of the beginning of the year. It looks like it's going to be legal throughout the state of North Carolina. And you and I have never really talked about it before. I got to tell you, dude, I'm kind of giddy as a fantasy football guy and as a guy in fact i was talking about it in my monologue I, I finished getting my u.s open picks in and uh dr scott andrews a uh, pool that he does every year i dude i now don't get it twisted i'm not going to be one of those guys i'm not going to be a total degenerate shane but i am i mean i'm looking forward to making some sports bets i mean you know I, maybe i'll do 20 bucks a week or something like that and uh and I, i'm excited about it what are your thoughts on it well, I'm, yeah, I kind of have. I mean, it's kind of new to me. I'm not really a gambling person, but I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm optimistic about it. I think, especially if it's an opportunity to keep some revenue in North Carolina. Yep. You know, it's just it's one of those things. I feel like if it's something people are going to do anyway, um, then same thing with, you know, um, the lottery. You know, if it's something that people are going to do anyway, because I remember <laughs> the day when I was when I was an insurance agent in in uh, East Kinston. And uh, and in Kinston, and I'd come through to collect people's life insurance premiums, and I'd walk in, and someone would say, "Give me a number." <laughs> like, <laughs> give me a number. Give me a number, or something weird would happen, and they'd be like, "All right, I'm playing that," you know, and they'd say, "What's your date of birth?" You know, and so now, and so it was just smart to open up what people were already doing. You know what I mean? So I just think it's, I think it's cool. You know, I might even, I might have to get some training before I do it because I certainly don't want to get in there and go and lose money but well i tell you I'll what just, your, your boy brian will hook you up and will help you out because i like i said dude I, i'm i'm legit excited about this and again it's like you said dude what you just referred to man this money's going out of state dude i mean if you can crawl you yeah. know, especially the way they have your cell phones geocache now and whatever you can try to make a bet 500 feet into north carolina and you can't do it but if you cross over into right. the virginia border the tennessee border you can do it and what you're doing is you're giving Virginia, you're giving Tennessee that money. Now, I do like that they've got, uh, I guess they're putting aside $2 million uh, from the taxes that are gathered from this to help people who have gambling problems. But you know what, dude? It, and I, one thing that eats me up is people are like, well, all you're doing is you're making it worse for people who are addicts and that kind of stuff. But you know what, dude? There are alcoholics. And yet we sell alcohol. There are, right. you know, fat people like me that eat themselves to death, but we don't stop them from <laughs> eating food. But I'm being serious, dude. It just people are going to have vices, well, it's like and it's a whole... very small population or a very small percentage of people who have that problem. So, dude, I'm excited about this. I'm legit excited about it. I can't wait until what right after January 1st, and especially all the bowl games, to be able to sit in the comfort of my man cave and be watching college football and making bets on college football, dude. I I just wonder, I wonder how this affects Vegas, dude. I mean, because once upon a time, as you know, I mean, and I'm, when I say once upon a time, yeah. Shane, I'm talking about as recently as 10 years ago, the only place you can make sports bets were Vegas or Atlantic city. 
Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's kind of like they were almost comparing that to the music sharing and and how. Yeah, yeah. You know how how artists aren't gonna. You know, they're not they're not going to have the monopoly on the money you know what i mean they they're going to try to they're going to have to figure out a way to you know not lose a lot of money overnight now i'm sure that's probably what's been really delaying it is wait a minute you know before we do this we don't want to go in the poorhouse here you know cuz now we're no longer the gatekeepers you know yeah that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I can't wait. Listen, Shane Albee is on the line with us here. We've Okay, that was one thing that I want to talk about. Number two, get us caught up on the you are the voice of the NCAA Division II Baseball World Series. It wrapped up this past weekend up in Cary. Uh, just uh, what happened? Who ended up winning everything, Shane? It certainly did wrap up. The national champions ended up being the Angelo State Rams from Texas. Um a big university, kind of in the middle of nowhere in western Texas. Um, they were amazing. I mean, they went undefeated in the tournament. They knocked out there. They beat North Greenville. They um, That was the big matchup. North Greenville came in the number two seed, and they faced Augustana from South Dakota, and they came from behind to win that 4-1. to one. That set up the rematch from last year, and a big matchup between the two and the three seed in the tournament and the two teams that were one and two all year in the polls okay. and Angelo state ended up throwing their, their number two guy was the division two pitcher of the year. Wow. The dude was like 14 and one with like a 1.03 ERA. And he was every bit the part. And so Angelo state and then North Greenville faced Southern New Hampshire who uh, knocked them out. They pitched really well. North Greenville looked really good, but it just ran into the buzzsaw. But yeah, Angelo State, they beat Rollins College from um, uh, Florida. Um, but Rollins had lost one game, so they came into that they came into the semifinals with one loss, and so they had to beat Angelo State twice. And they almost came from behind. The, the Angelo State barely won it at the end, uh, six to five on Saturday. So we only played one game on Saturday. Okay. But like I tried to comfort my young Padawan in the press box last night, I always try to explain to PA announcers. It doesn't matter how long you do it, you're going to make a mistake. And the best thing you can do is own it, laugh at it, say, yep, I screwed up, wasn't that cool, and move on. Dude. And I really, man, I really made a crazy rookie mistake up in Cary. It was hilarious. What was it? You wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe what it did. So uh, I don't know if anybody's had the opportunity to, to announce for universities. They're very peculiar, a lot of them, about the way their name is said and their mascot. And they'll correct you in a heartbeat. And so one of the teams in the tournament was Cal State. You know, every team in California is Cal State. Cal State San Bernardino. And they are, if you look them up, they're the Coyotes. The Coyotes, this is Coyotes, but it's, they pronounce it Coyotes. But they go by the Yotes, Y-O-T-E-S, Yotes. And they're very adamant about that. And they even have it on the front of their jerseys, Yotes. Hey, man, we're the Yotes. And so, not the Yotes, even the pronunciation guys. Like, we're not the Yotes, we are the Yotes. Uh, so, anyway, so the first day, the first two days, we announced the non-starter starting lineup support personnel, like the trainers and the bat boys and the ball chasers. They got ball chasers. And uh, <laughs> and the coaches. Oh, yeah, the balls every year, every day. Someone, There's one lady whose job it is to come up there and go, okay, I've got your ball chasers and your bat boy <laughs> for every game. <laughs> Yeah, ball chasers. They're just kids that run balls. Yeah, 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 we got it. We got it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, that is awesome. So, so congratulations. So wait, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so, so what do I do in the first? And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's meet the starting, let's meet the non-starters, starting lineups, support personnel, and coaching staff for, and I call them the Cal State Bernardino. So I leave out the fan, right? That lights them on fire. But I call them, don't ask me why. I call them the wolves. Oh, no. I called them the wolves. Oh, dude. Because they had what they would. One, one thing that was really cool about what they did is they took all the team logos and put them on the outfield wall. And so there's a, a, a logo out there. It looks like a wolf howling. I know Greg Clemens is going to love that. They should be the wolves. Um, but they, so, so I don't hear anything about it. Afterwards, I go, oh, my God. Well, the way they do it. The NCAA committee's up there, and they have nothing to do but just find things wrong. And so what they'll do is they'll hear something and be and send an email out like, mm, we noticed the other night. So the, the guy running the show, he's former athletic director Jeff Eisen from Mount Olive. He now runs the tournament, the D2 tournament. He comes in and closes the door, and he just was basically like, why'd you do it? And oh, I was like, God. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I, I have no answer. <laughs> I, said, uh, I, had a, I had a Ron Burgundy moment. I just looked at the wall and I went, they should be the wolves. And <laughs> <laughs> I never did it again. I gave him justice the rest of the way out. But I was, I was telling my Padawans last night, I was like, that's how it happens. I yeah. said, it happens. Dude, it you absolutely know? does. It's just one of those things that happens, dude. Dude, I guarantee they may have been upset about it for 30 seconds, but it was fine after you well, fixed it. I, what made it worse, I didn't know this until later on, but apparently Cal State San Bernardino's basketball team was in some tournament either last year or the year before, maybe an Elite Eight or something like that, and somebody called them the Wolves. Wow. So, needless to I didn't know it. I was backing up a dump truck full of salt into a wound and didn't realize Well, you know, it. that's why that's why they didn't win the whole tournament is because you called them the Wolves. You know that, right? Yeah, you know it. You know it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you this real quick, and I think I've told you this story before, but uh, the very first game of the Down East Wood Ducks in front of 4,500 fans uh, back in, what, in April Ooh. of 2017. Oh, dude, you want to talk about a mistake. I think I told you this before, but I don't know if I've talked about it ever on the show here, but – uh, going into the top of the seventh inning, your boy, Brian starts playing the seventh inning stretch. Now, not in the middle of the seventh inning, going oh, into wow. the top of the seventh. And so, you know, I'm like, everybody get on your feet. It's time for the seventh inning stretch. And so I hit the button and start playing it. And everybody in the press box is going, no, no. And I thought, I thought I'd said something wrong. They're like, it's the top of the seventh. So I cut it off and then I read the ad that I'm supposed to. So you would love it. Now I, now it was, I upset. dude, bear in mind the biggest crowd in down East wood Ducks Easy to do. history, Easy to dude. Do. And so what I did was in the middle of the seventh, I was like, Hey, we were testing you on that last one to see if you were paying attention. <laughs> and that's what I said. Oh, that's what I said over the mic. And I was like, we're really doing the seventh inning start this time. Everybody got a good laugh out it, out of it. Wade how you didn't, do it. Yeah. Wade Howell didn't fire me. John Clemens didn't smack me upside the head. Alexa K. Uh, well, Alexa K. was understandably upset about it, but uh, so that's what you do. You're absolutely right, dude. We've got that's so it. much yep. stuff we've got to get to, man. I wanted to ask you about your boy. Is it John Sterling for the New York Yankees? Oh yeah. Uh, did you see that where the he got ball. hit with a foul ball, dude? What did you think about that? Unbelievable. I probably replayed that twenty times. <laughs> I mean, just and I'm looking at every time I look at it, I look at it a different way. Like, does he know the foul ball is traveling in his direction? <laughs> well, he you know announces I mean? it. He says foul ball. Right. Foul. Do you do the voice so well? This is what foul ball back this way, and then it hit him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
on one hand, that's a PA announcer's nightmare, but on the other hand, it's like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unbelievable. You saw the video. You Did you see the video of it? Absolutely. Okay. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, and he's, he's, uh, it's one of those things I was looking at, like, man, I hope he doesn't start bleeding, you know, like he doesn't have a concussion <laughs> from it. Cause God. I mean, he got, he got hit, man. Well, he got, thank God it was off a of bounce. If you saw that, it didn't hit him flush. It bounced and then bounced up and hit him in the forehead. It didn't. Now, my can dad you, can a, you imagine, Shane, seriously? It actually had, it actually happened to my dad, not as a PS what? club uh, announced. Yes. Um, uh, back in 2008, uh, my brother was living in, working for uh, a certain bank in Baltimore. And my dad and I went up there. Of course, we went and seen Scott Winnington's favorite baseball team. And we saw it was, we we're watching the Orioles play the Texas Rangers and, and Josh Hamilton was playing for the Rangers. And my brother and I, I say one about the middle of the eighth inning decide, you know, we're going to go see, get that last call or whatever. And so it, we ran into some people and we were talking and we got back, we were sitting in the upper deck. My dad was, pissed because uh josh hamilton had hit a ball and my dad tried to put his hands up and it went right through his hands and hit him in the side of the forehead and he was bleeding oh my god you know what i mean yeah and then on top of that somebody else some kid got the ball like yeah (laughs) my dad was really mad like don't you think i ought to get that ball and uh, yes and um so um and then according to my dad now that's according to my dad who had a tendency to embellish stories this is how it went stadium personnel at the orioles park you know did camden yards did nothing like there was a guy off to the side he probably didn't think now he didn't come over like are you okay um and then supposedly my dad ends up on a talk show a baltimore orioles sports talk show like the next day and is or like a few days later and he's telling them about it and he's like complaining about the camden yards stadium personnel supposedly that happened Wow. Well, like I said, it you are, so good. I, I knew we were going to have so many things to talk about today. I had to get to the John Sterling part of that because that's you written all over. Now, there's no way a ball could ever hit you at Historic Granger Stadium because of the three-inch thick glass that's right there in front of you that you can't even hear. And, What's the going on outside? A, and the big net that's in front of the seats. I mean, it just if if if, uh, if a ball comes into that press box, we got a problem. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, it's broken every law of physics to get to you. That's for doggone sure. But, uh, right. okay, I, like I said, I wanted to get to all this stuff, dude. And what about the Downies? Well, there's so many thing, questions I've got for you. It is possible. I went over this before. Uh, you know, the magic number right now is four. For uh, the Downies Wood Ducks yeah. to clinch the first half championship, they play a doubleheader today. Uh, the uh, hated Carolina Mudcats play a game tonight. So we can knock three numbers off that magic number tonight if we sweep the doubleheader and the hated Mudcats win tonight. I want to know. I want a little sneak preview here of Sugar Shane Albee when it comes across that our Down East Wood Ducks have clinched a playoff spot and have uh, won the first half Carolina League North title. I, you, I got to ask you, is it going to be organic? Are you going to have something planned for that? How, how are you going to handle that, Shane? You know, I do have to do something. I, there's something I got to do, you know, because I'm not used to this. You know what I mean? So I got to – we got to do something special because as it's been a while since this has happened. Yep. And I know there's going to be fireworks on Friday night. Yep. How cool would that be? But, to, you know, no better timing for fireworks than right now. But – there's a there's a sparkle in the air at Granger Stadium right now. You know, everybody, literally, there is. Everybody's all like, oh, "Man, they're leaving." I'm like, you know what I say? Oh, <laughs> screw that! You know I mean? I, yeah, Let me yeah. tell you something. You know what I want to say to those people? Hey, hey, buddy, um, just 30 minutes west. Um, 
Goldsboro had a team leave because there was nowhere to play. Yep. So you got a baseball team, even if it's for two years, go out there and party with them. Yeah. You know, make memories, go out there and make memories, take your girl on a date. Um, you do something. It's amazing. Um, atmosphere. You know, I'll tell you, the food is great. The beverage selection is great. And you got cornbread in the wings. If you got an opportunity to play cornbread's walkout, I sent it to you this morning. He's going to be, was it Friday night and Saturday? We're going to be the Kinson collard green. So that's going to be cool. And cornbread has his own jam. It's kind of demented because cornbread's a, (laughs) cornbread's a freak. So that's why we had to go with the subtitle of the song is called collard greens. But Dude, well, let me ask you, have you thought about it? What are you going to say? Are you, I mean, you're emotional anyway when you're on the mic, and I love it. I freaking love it, and I'm here for it. But, I mean, uh, any idea? I mean, have you, have you thought it through what you're going to say? Or are you, well, is it going to be scripted? You, a, is it going to be unscripted? How you are you going to do it? it? Well, when you know when you've got, shy, you got a Shiver person and a man, um, you know they're going to be prepared. They're going to have something written for it because you know it's going to be a, just – a big deal. Oh, I got to tell you something funny about Maddie yesterday. So Maddie comes up in the press box. We're having some technical difficulties with the video board yesterday. And believe me, if something's wrong on the video board, Andy's going to know it. Yeah. He's going to be all over that. Like, wait, slide number 412 isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. So Maddie comes up in there and I make a joke about, um, I think I make it a joke. I said something to the, I said, and now ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately the beer taps have broken. And as Maddie was going out, she goes, yeah, cause I drank it all. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Everybody dude, was like, Hey, by the way, buzzed out laughing when she said it. Dude, your impression of her is awesome. Well, I got it. Okay. So again, that's, uh, there are many reasons you need to get out to Granger stadium this week, but that is definitely one of them. You need to be out there to hear sugar Shane Albee when, when our Downey, and it's going to happen this week. I mean, eight games left in the first half. Four game or four is the magic number right now, and I can't wait, dude. I'm going to make a point of being out there. Uh, I know we're going to be there today. We're definitely going to be there tomorrow. And then Saturday, I'm excited about this, dude. It's Linda's oh, birthday yeah. party. You got I, I. You know what? I know you're not going to be able to come because it starts at 4:30 and it goes till six. You're going to be busy, dude. I'm going to bring you up some cake. Okay, you're going to. You're oh, not going to miss out. Cool. I'm telling you, you and Andy, you're not going to miss out on. Uh, birthday cake from linda in fact i'll probably bring four or five pieces up i'll get alan a piece and yeah i was gonna say yeah, take care of old jack yeah take care and the other uh, i call actually i called him noah last name is robert okay. i was like hey man wait. I was like, uh, he's the new stat stringer um he's a good dude um good. well i'll bring you guys he, he, up he, from well i'll bring you guys up from cake but i gotta ask you dude uh, your, your boy, my boy, the son of Kenston, uh, Greg Clemens calls him sweet pea. He's got oh, a sweet thousand. Pea, come home with me. <laughs> he is throwing out the ceremonial first pitch for Saturday's game in honor of Linda's birthday party. So both of them are going to be out there on the field. What is that going to sound like? Hat. <laughs> what he is- needs to wear a peak. You know, now that you've mentioned that and really called my attention to it, um, <laughs> I got to do something special. For yes, you do. There's got to be a Scott. special. Yep. Yes, there's got to be a special song. <laughs> um, uh, maybe even a maybe even a pirate sound effect. Maybe a little. Argh. I love it. I love. And something. I told we him to do something right. Or, well, let me tell you, dude. I have told Scott that you are going to do that, and that he better not be. And I know you hate this as much as I did, man. You'd have a nice little write up for somebody getting ready to do the first pitch. They. 
almost run up to the pitcher's mound. They throw it out, and you only get like eight words of their intro. I told him, Shane. I know. No, no, no. I told him. I said, you wait until Shane finishes your entire intro before you throw out the first pitch. And, dude, I'm going to be on the field, too. Yes. Because there's times we have, like even on Heritage Night, the gentleman comes out to throw out the first pitch, and you go, and and he's ready to throw the pitch. And you're you're starting it in 1952. You know what I mean? And it's, it's a paragraph. You know, but that's all right. You're right, though. It's just a matter of just realizing where you are and what you do. And by the way, smiling Scott, if you're listening, former Mount Olive Trojan Bruce Zimmerman threw a complete game, nine hit, uh, nine inning game for the Norfolk Tides uh, yesterday. Wow. How about that, dude? But, I'm hoping to get him back up in the rotation. Oh, Bruce, absolutely. Bruce but like I said, dude, I, uh, I have already told him you're going to have a nice intro for him. Do not throw that first pitch until after. Do not. That's what I said. Until Shane is through doing the intro. Dude, you're right. You know what? I think you need to do party in the USA, dude. He's, he seems like he would be a Miley Cyrus guy, dude. He would die, though, if I played, oh, sweet pea, let's come home with, come on, come on, come on, and be my girl. He'd well, be like, oh, sweet pea, because everybody in the crowd would be like, what? Exactly. Well, I got to tell you, Greg Clemens is listening right now, and uh, oh, and this is about you, Shane. He said the dude. <laughs> he said the dudes lost yesterday because Sugar Shane wouldn't play. Put me in, coach, during a break. You know, I played it though. On uh, I played it. I played it when the uh, Sir Pro guys came out to rake the field. Okay, well, I'm just telling you. That's what he. I'm just reading did, straight from the did, text. He did. He did text me and say, "Put me in coach." But I thought he was just saying, <laughs> "You need to play the song because there's like three songs I have to play for Mr. Clemens during the game." It's a fact. <laughs> That'd be That's a, awesome. a, can you name the three songs that I that Shane plays for Mr. Clemens during the game? Let's see and, if uh, Mr. Clemens sends that in to me. Dude, we've just got a couple you know, minutes left here. You also got to give Linda some love. And I tell you what, I'll probably write up just a little. It'll be short. It won't be a whole paragraph. But, I'll, you know, absolutely, dude. I was trying to think, do we – do you announce every nickname that Scott has? Because he's got about nine nicknames, to. dude. I would love to. I would love to. And definitely going to announce him as the son of Kenston. Like now definitely the, the son now. of Kenston. That's for sure. Well, very Absolutely. good. Well, listen. He needs to wear a Peaky Blinders uh, hat when he, you know, it'd be cool. Now, if he had I don't one know who on. that is. Who you, you've said that a couple of times. Who's P I don't know who Whoa. Peaky Blinders is. Great series on Netflix. If you like any type of like mob stories. And, and this is really about like, almost like the Irish gypsy mob in England. Um, but absolutely fantastic series. I mean, it's that kind of um, series where they're like, nobody messes with the Peaky Blinders. How was that? But yeah, you got to see, you got to look it up on that. You'll get hooked. If you like any type of, um, any type of mob. And of course they're dealings with the Jewish mobs and the dealing with the Italian mob and dealing with, and it's amazing. It's just a fantastic series. I could watch it over and over. Well, very good, dude. But it's based on a true story, based on a true if you Google the Peaky Blinders, um Now how do you spell is that Peaky, Peaky or Pinky? Peaky, like P A K E Y. Okay, here's okay, why they were called okay. that. Here's a short version. Because they'd wear these hats with like razor blades in their hats. Ooh. And so when they would go in when they would go into battle, like when they would like fist fight, get into big brown, the first thing they'd headbutt you and that razor blade would cut their opponents like open and they would bleed and couldn't see. And then they would just wail on you. But that was their MO. You know, that's how the Peaky Blinders. Here's another, you know, similar to build the butcher and the gangs of New York. Love you gangs know, of that, New York. Man. If you love gangs of New York, you're going to love the Peaky Blinders. Promise you. Well, I will definitely have chicken. I, I kept thinking you were saying pinky. So the Peaky. Yeah, P-A- it's true. They're P-A- true though. They really existed. 
They really existed. It, it's uh, that's why they were called because that's because you know Peaky, like you know how the English are all like he's a cheeky fellow, you know, or <laughs> he's being like if you're lying, you're being Brian Hanks, you're being a bit dodgy. You know what I mean? They they take words, you know. So instead of saying the we're going to make it so you can't see blinders, or we're just going to blind you, you know, they just go with the Peaky Blinders. Get it, Peaky Blinders? Like now you're blind. I don't know. Just trying to rationalize that. But yeah, you did the guys you didn't want to mess with for sure. Well, um, like I said, man, I love uh, Gangs of New York, so that sounds like this is just right now. Oh, I love it. You'll be on the edge of your seat. You'll binge watch it. It's great. Well, Linda and I have been binge money. watching. Did you ever watch uh, Better Call Saul? I haven't. Dude, yeah, well, did no, you ever watch Breaking Bad? I saw the, the the prequel to it. What's the one that came out after that? Well, dude, that's what I'm talking about. It's Better Call Saul. That's the. I uh, think I did see that, but I didn't okay. see the original. And then I was watching Better Call Saul and realized I need to go back and watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But it's Linda and I are binging that right now, dude. We started last Tuesday, like a week ago. We talk about it on the birthday game today. But we started a week ago Tuesday. So we've only been watching it, what, for nine days now, dude. We're almost through the first four seasons, dude. How about that? How's that wow. for how's that for binging, dude? Absolutely. Hey, Greg Clemens <laughs> said that put me in coach, which is center field by John Fogg, is the section five theme song. Yep, that's what he sent me to, dude. That is awesome. So Listen. now we'll, we'll we'll definitely introduce it as that. Well, big game, a big week of games at Historic Granger Stadium. Shane Albee will be on the mic, but doubleheader today, uh, five o'clock. Uh, gates open at four tomorrow. It's fireworks Friday. And like Shane said, a very good possibility that the, uh, down East Wood Ducks clinch the first half championship tomorrow, but fireworks presented by WNCT Saturday, uh, is a, spa- a grilling spatula giveaway. I want, that. I want that. If you cook on the grill, you got to have that. Oh, I, want, dude, I want that. It spatula. is bad. I have seen that. Oh, John, John Clemens and I talked about that yesterday. Can't wait for that. And then on Sunday, dogs and dogs day. But like I said, with all this stuff going on, Dude, I can't wait for all these games to be. But I can't. I'm, I'm being very sincere when I say this, Shane. I can't wait to hear your call for when we win the uh, when we uh, clinch the first half, dude. Sincerely. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm definitely going to. You'll you'll hear my inner John Sterling come out. No, I can't wait. Hey, I got to tell you, you'll love this. Leo Lockhart just sent me a cover shot of Peaky Blinders. There you are. Let me tell you, smart man. I know he's seen it. It's unreal. Oh, it is awesome. It's, man. It, it's it's great. I mean, they uh, that's it's it's just uh and Tommy Shell. You, I guarantee you, when you see it, you'll the leader, you'll be like, oh, I've seen that dude in memes. Because okay. <laughs> the people that put him in memes, like like if you're having a bad day, think about this guy. I mean, he's the <laughs> ultimate boss. I mean, you don't mess. Tommy Shelby is the man. Yeah. Well, dude, I can't you wait. I, I, it's on my list, dude. I promise it's on my list. We and you know who comes in towards the, towards the end of the whole series? He, he gets involved with the Italian mob from Chicago. And who comes in as the leader of that contingent is the great actor Adrian Brody. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's like he, he just comes in with a toothpick in his mouth, like, get a load of this guy away. You know, get out of here. You know I mean, just <laughs> typical, just that lucky Luciano type of person. Get out of here. I mean, it's just amazing. In the times, it's just like 19, it's like during Prohibition, you know, during those times. You know what I mean? So this is like 1920. You know what I mean? The cars, the, the, the suits, you know, the way the ladies dress, the bars, the way they just, the, 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 the atmosphere, the tension, it's amazing. You'll, for those of you who haven't seen it, you're welcome. Well, there you go. I can't wait, and it's on my list for sure. Listen, Sugar Shane Albee, voice 
of our Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, we will be seeing you several days out there. I got I got some cake with your name. We won't actually have your name on it, but I've got some cake, cake for you on Saturday. Box. Cake <laughs> in the press box. <laughs> Very good, dude. Uh, listen, thank you so much. We'll see you tonight. We'll see you all weekend out at Historic Granger Stadium, okay? It's going to be, it's gonna be one heck of a time, man. <laughs> it really is. Thank you, Shane. Yes, sir. There you go. That's Shane Albee as we're wrapping up the first hour of the show. My lovely guest coming in here into the uh, into the plush, well-lit studio, Linda Rouse Sutton joining us here in just a few moments. Rob Bazell will be joining us live from uh, the Big Rock here in a few moments, too. You are listening to The Brian Hank Show, presented by Lenore Community College on 960 The Bull, 960thebull.com, and 252 ESPN.